Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Liz, and I'll be your host for today. For the month of January, our annual read is focusing on the secret to adoration. And today, we are talking about God the Son, and specifically what adoration of Him looks like. The scripture today is from one of many of Paul's letters when he greets his audience by saying, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The one that Murray references today is in Romans 1-7. But if you look through Paul's letters, you will see time and time again where he references the Lord Jesus Christ. Or like in this verse in Romans, he puts God the Father and Jesus Christ in the same address. This might sound very common to you and I who have been around the Christian faith, but for this time when Paul was writing, it would have been saying something very profound. As a Jew, Paul would have been taught and trained that to equate something to God is no small thing. No one had done this before in the Jewish faith. No one had been equal to God. Paul is saying, Yahweh the one who was and is and is to come, the great I am, the one who led his ancestors out of captivity and has been their Lord since they were a people, this God is Jesus Christ, the man that just walked this earth as a human. He is the Son of God. If we pause here, just on the greetings of Paul's letters, and read it through the lens of someone in the first century, you will see there is already so much to unpack in just a simple statement. And Paul wasn't the only one either. One of my favorites is when James greets his audience in his letter, and he says, I am a servant of God in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you didn't know, James was Jesus's brother. They grew up together, most likely shared chores. They maybe even played games together. Can you imagine what it was like growing up next to the son of God? Unless you were sure beyond a shadow of a doubt, I can't imagine anyone would want to admit to the deity of their brother. And here, James calls himself a servant of God in the Lord Jesus Christ. In today's devotion, Murray says, to know and adore God, you have to seek and adore him through Christ. And if you seek Christ, you must seek and adore him in God. This statement in the scripture today makes me feel like Murray specifically wanted his his readers to focus on the oneness of God the Father and God the Son. There are so many things to dive into with the Trinity, but today I'm feeling pulled to specifically meditate on absolute oneness of the Godhead, and in turn, what this oneness means for us, you and I, as his children. And some of you, this might feel kind of intimidating when we start talking about this part of God. It's totally understandable, too. I mean, it's one God, three persons. Are you kidding me? How does that make sense? Well, I'm here for you people, okay? Bear with me because I've been there too. And now it's actually become one of my favorite topics now to ponder with God. And it used to really intimidate me. So let's dig in together. Jesus was there at creation and the Father was with him for all of his life on earth. 
we know this from the scriptures and they never separated from any moment in between creation and when Jesus walked the earth and they are still one now. This podcast doesn't afford us quite enough time to look at all the scripture references of this. If you can take my word for it and only this one time, otherwise dig for yourself, learn for yourself, see this for yourself, you will start to see it everywhere. You will find yourself looking for Jesus, seeking him out when you read in the prophets and all throughout the Old Testament. He's all over it. In Isaiah 42, for example, God says through the prophet Isaiah that he shares, God shares, all glory with the Son. Glory is just one of the many things the Father and Son hold equally. And as you know, we know how this story goes, that God, who shared all glory with the Son, he sent that very Son, who holds all glory, to be with you and I. And then, in John chapter 17, verse 22, Jesus says this. He says, I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I'm going to repeat that. Jesus says, I have given them, talking about you and I, the glory that you, God the Father, gave me, God the Son, that they may be one as we are one. Do you see why this oneness is so important in adoration to God? The glory that the Father gave the Son was given to us, and it is only by Him, by Jesus, that it could be given to us. And remember that God the Father and God the Son are one, so they are also one in will and objective. It's not like Jesus didn't, you know, pull this fast one on God. Like he got all the glory and then surprise, he, he gave it to us without his permission. No, the will and intention of God the Father and God the Son together was always to allow us to share in the glory with him. I want to close with a final scripture that's been the most awe-inspiring revelation for me on this topic for years now. 2 Corinthians 4, 6 says, For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. If you and I were together, we'd be breaking this down into little sentence parts, and I would show you how the different prepositions mean different things, but I'm just going to try and break this down as best I can for you visual learners on a podcast, okay? (laughs) So it says that, um, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness, he has shown in our hearts, and he has given us the light of the knowledge of God's glory, there's one part, in the face of Jesus Christ. So in the face of Jesus Christ, you and I are given the knowledge of God's glory. Because you and I have relationship with Jesus Christ, we know the glory of God. We're talking about the same glory that Moses had to hide in the cleft of the rock as it passed by so that he wouldn't die because the glory is just so great. 
you and I can behold the full and completeness of God's glory in knowing God the Son. This is something that I can't get over. And I told you earlier that this subject actually used to intimidate me. So if you're feeling a little confused and intimidated right now, you're my people. I'm with you. And it's not that it doesn't confuse me and intimidate me anymore. I've just gotten a little more comfortable with the mystery of it all, of this relationship between God the Son and God the Father. On the topic of God the Father and God the Son, I still have a lot that I haven't figured out yet. But I have faith. And I want to encourage those of you listening today that if you're unsure about this relationship between God the Father and God the Son, it's okay. That doesn't count you out. Take that confusion to God. Ask him to reveal his character to you. It wasn't some piece of understanding that I gained that brought down my defenses about this complexity of God. It was actually when I realized that God is so high and so holy and so glorious that my brain can't possibly understand him completely. That's when I was set free. The Trinity in this relationship with God the Father and God the Son doesn't just excite me because of what I know, but more so because of what I don't know. I encourage each of you today, with what you understand about him or do not, let it stir up wonder in you. What you have grasped about his glory, it ought to put you on your face. And what is still a mystery to you, I hope that you look towards heaven smiling, knowing that the God who might seem too complex made a very simple gospel that saved you and brought you through his son into his family so that you can experience his glory forever. The oneness of Jesus and God the Father means that the death of his son was superior and sufficient to buy us eternal life. Because Jesus was in his God, he laid his life down on his own accord. And the death of the very son of God who held all of God's glory was the only death that could bring you and I life. Let's close with Murray's prayer. Lord Jesus. I worship you as my Redeemer. Thank you for pouring your grace out upon my life and for opening the way for me to the Father. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day that subscribe button if you haven't yet and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate review and share the podcast we hope that you'll join us tomorrow and tune in for some brand new content if you'd like more information about mariners church download the mariners app at your favorite app store or you can visit us at marinerschurch.org